Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is insanity. Fucking gross. It's literally making my skin crawl. Mm. You're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is Bob Shoy. Uh, I've got beef with me. Hello. And I've got Tiss with me. And we're recording at Tiss's house for a change. Uh Yeah. Since no, first time since Christmas. First time since Christmas. Yeah. Um, and do you guys know what today's topic is? No, I um, couldn't tell you. Even if you gave me five chances to guess, I couldn't guess. Do you? Is there anything you guys want to say before I just go straight in? I know we're running a bit late tonight, so I was just like eager to get going. Uh, I, I yeah, we've we've had some really good responses on, or I have had some good responses on Twitter. Oh, good. Uh. People have been following me quite a lot this week, which is which is nice. Yeah, a lot of nice comments this week from people. Yeah, getting in touch. Um, so, yeah, and if you're um, if you're voting for us, oh yeah, yeah, um, I mean for the uh, podcast awards, British podcast awards, then we're really thankful. You know, we we might not get nominated, probably won't, but please keep voting. It's really, really yeah. It's quite overwhelming to think that people actually. Take a lot their of people have gone and voted. Yeah. Um, so thank so thanks if you have, and if you haven't, you can find us. Um, I can't remember the website now. I can't get it up. But go on the blog weirdtalesintheunexplainable.com, and there'll be a link there, or it might just be britishpodcastawards.com. If you go on there, I guess there's somewhere you can go and vote on there. We're up for. Um, we're up for two awards. We're up for two. Listeners' choice is everyone. So any British podcast can go for that. So it's not. There's a slim chance of us getting that when I see some of the heavyweights going for it. But every little helps. It's also going to help raise awareness of the pod. So we're forward for the other. The other one's critics. So we'll see what happens with that. Critics will be voting on that. Um, how many? How many are in our category? Do you know? No idea. But listeners' choice. Yeah, go and go vote. Go vote for us. Thank you very much. Uh, and I'll put the link on the Facebook again this week and the uh, and Twitter. When this episode goes up. Yeah. So that if you look around one of our places, you'll find somewhere you can vote for us. Um, other than that, anything else? People don't like it when we get too off topic at the beginning of the shows anyway, so we should crack well, on. Well, they can piss off. <laughs> what, one person in <laughs> yeah. a review? Yeah. Oh, why Thank you for the feedback. Let me change that. I'm going to Listener of the week. The person who gave us a shittier iTunes review about us Listener being off topic. I never read week. it. Don't worry about it. Anyway. Um, I did read it and I didn't let it get to me because we've got so many other lovely people that reviewers and somehow this brightens up their week. Yeah. 
Apparently, we should stick to the script. So let's. Uh, <laughs> More script. Let's write way. a script first. Yeah. I've been busy working on today's script. So, guys, if you let your lines. I scripted the cooking, the cooking machine, <laughs> the, oven. the cooking machine. Yeah, we got three minutes. Yeah, three minutes. Right in three minutes, I've got three minutes to tell you uh, what today's topic is. Then let's do it. Everything you're doing is wildly noisy. Wildly noisy. It's like noisy. a Mike Myers film where it's just yeah. like, <laughs> constantly <laughs> going off. Okay, so today's topic is necromancy. Oh, oh. I'm so glad you said Mancy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for future. That's uh, My the heart was about to drop. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. The well, necro- that's pretty, it, <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> yeah, necromancy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so glad you said necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, if he misheard me. Yeah, I love necrophilia, that's my favourite. Well, oh, I, I can talk about it openly on the show. That's the opening clip. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing necromancy today. Okay, we're actually doing it. No, no, we're not going to perform anything. Cool. <laughs> I can do that in a follow up episode. Do you know what annoys me about that? He'll let it that out. <laughs> God, I will. It's one of you guys did that for the front of the show. Small things because he edits the whole thing, he gets these little, yeah. Yeah, I want us to have a chance to to go through, and it would take us ages to go through everything and find just a bunch of stupid ass comments. Everything go through 75 episodes and take out all the like 150 hours of recording. I've probably got to give up after episode one. Um, so necromancy, what do you guys know? Um, do you know what? I don't really know an awful lot about it, I only know that it's um, don't you meet a necromancer in Skyrim? Yeah, I always thought that's what I thought of when I thought of necromancy, like fantasy games. Basically, every fantasy video game has a necromancer. Um, ne- a necromancer. My right thinking is, um, oh, um, is, there's also the necromancer in The Hobbit, isn't there? Yeah, played by uh, Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I don't really know what they do or what who they are or what they where it's come from. So I'm, I'm guessing you're going to take us through all that tonight. But yeah, all I know really is that it's some kind of fantastical thing. Well, um, for me, I was a bit um, ill-educated about necromancy. When I thought of doing it, I thought it was just all about raising the dead. Mm-hmm. I thought it was basically zombies. Yeah. But it's not necessarily. That's not the original term for the word necromancy. It is now used for that right. as well as, but it's actually about communicating with the dead more so. Okay. So is it um, different to like a seance? Kind of, but that is a form of necromancy as right. well. Uh, what I'll do is I'll read a little bit of information um, from our source, uh, Wikipedia. Oh, I love Wikipedia. It yeah, me. it does basically does our shows for us. And the best thing about Wikipedia is it's right. Yeah. Everything you read is factual. <laughs> drop it. Just drop it. Okay, so this is a little bit from Wikipedia, a little bit from another website. Awesome. Um, Basically, I've just got one paragraph to kind of get the idea of necromancy in your head. Necromancy is supposed practice of magic involving communication with the deceased, either by summoning their spirit as an apparition or raising them bodily, for the purpose of divination, imparting the means to foretell future events, or discover hidden knowledge, to bring someone back from the dead, or to use the deceased as a weapon as the term may sometimes be used in a more general sense to refer to black magic or witchcraft. Mm. Necromancy, derived from the Greek necros, meaning dead, and mantea, man, mante, meaning divination. Um, necromancy is a practice that originated in ancient Persia, Greece, and Rome, but was most popular during the Middle Ages and is rare today. Mm. So the original um, idea of necromancy means to communicate with the dead to get information on future events. 
Right, okay. That you can use. Yeah. But then uh, there's many forms of it over the years, like they said in there, like raising the dead, using the dead as a weapon, gaining knowledge, talking about past events, right. gaining information, whatever. Okay. It's all about raising the dead. Uh, so it's not. So it's different to like a resurrection, like resurrecting someone. Well, this is normally dark magic. It's normally a witchcraft sort of thing. Okay, I so didn't mini- realize it delved kind of so like much. Manipulation. Yeah, I didn't realize it delved so much into witchcraft, which is funny that we're recording here because when we did witchcraft, it was in this house. So. Ooh. Ooh. so what I've done is what I haven't actually done. I don't want to say like I haven't done a lot of research because I did look up quite a lot of stuff to do with it, but there were so many bits and bobs. Rather than just take us a walk through necromancy, I thought I'll get loads of weird stories or bits of information or whatever, and we can whack out our old friend the mystery bot. Oh, awesome. That's good. Are you resurrecting? I'm resurrecting the mystery board for one night. Is it beef versus tiss, or is it just... Pick one each. Um, can you see them all from there? I, I can, and I, I did see... I almost... Oh, I think I saw underneath. So for listeners who don't know what the mystery board is, we pull it out every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's basically a wooden board. And we stick post-it notes on with words. <laughs> and the, the other we got, guys... Have we ever had a picture of it full of post-its? Yeah, the, the first blog. the first ever time we used it. <laughs> have we got a picture of it not full of post-its? <laughs> Strange. <laughs> Just a board. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I'll take a picture on the iPad right now and I'll put this one on the blog. Awesome. And you get to see how unprofessional it actually looks when we use it. We don't need it to be that professional. I'm excited. So... Yeah, it's post-it notes all with a word on, and the other guys take it in turns to pick a word each, and that leads us onto different topics. Makes the show more free-flowing. So, what have we got on here? We've got drums, zombie, trio, monk, ritual, start here, scrub, check please, science, spells, and antenna. Cool. Drum. Well, Beef's starting first, so... Cool, I'm going for drums. I'm going for drums, please. Oh, actually? Drums, please, Bob, yeah. Okay. That was the one I was going to go for. Although, I was looking at start here and thinking... I, I was hoping you would there. start... <laughs> <laughs> Is that ruined your episode? No, it's okay. We can do drum. We can do drums, and then we can do start here next. Nah, go on, go on, go on. I'll leave. I'll leave drums for Tissy. Uh, Tiss, can you peel start here off of? Ah, I didn't get anything. Rubs, rubs. Um, I was just going to chuck this into the intro, but I thought if I put a post-it note up there that says start here, one of you would pick it first, but yeah. you didn't. <laughs> well, you kind of had. Yeah. Realised how I wanted to play along with your game. Because um, what I've got here is um, this is necromancyandme.tumblr.com. Sweet. And I've got a, the beginner's guide to, to necromancy, Ooh. Like how to start off. Oh, oh right. So it can sort of. So anyone can get into it. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to walk you through the beginner's guide to see if you, any of it tickles your fancy. Okay. Um, so stop me anytime. Okay. So this is teaching me how I can get into it. Yeah. So necromancy 101. A necromancer to be or someone wanting to dip their feet in must be aware of a few things. And obviously I'll put all the links to these websites on the blog if you're interested in becoming a necromancer. <laughs> One, you must lose your fear of death. Okay, yep, no way around it. If you fear death, you will never be able to work with it. Are you scared of death, Tess? No. No, me neither. Two, you must be willing to bleed and slash or handle blood. Uh, where, bleed out of where? Well, I must be able to bleed. I bleed. Yeah, yeah but, but you must like, be able to what, literally fucking bleed on, on command. And bleed out of where if it's like out of my anus. You must be okay that. to be able to like cut yourself basically and drain some blood for certain oh, things. Fuck off. <laughs> blood is the most sacred of tools. It helps to create binds, attracts the dead acts as an offering in many rituals and symbolises commitment to necromancy. Oh, Sounds wow. satanic. Tiss is out. <laughs> Step two, he's dropped. Oh, what was the first one? What was the must, must not no, fear, fear of death. death. That was easy compared yeah, to this. Three, you must be able to maintain a state of well-being, mental and physical. 
Right, but what, with blood in your hands? Whilst draining blood from your palms. <laughs> yeah, state of well-being. <laughs> tied in. Def- you know, define well-being. <laughs> <laughs> define it yourself. <laughs> okay. Okay, four. You must accept the burdens of necromancy. Its toll on your health is small, but will accumulate. You are spending energy and investing yourself in it constantly, which ties back to the importance of number three, about maintaining your well-being. So if you keep using it, it will deteriorate your body, yeah. bit by bit. What, like the Emperor? Yeah. Emperor Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine. He used way too much and his face turned to like a dog's arsehole. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> like a cat's arsehole. I, I, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, uh, there's, um, I don't know why you would choose it. Like, the power must be great. Now, this is why I can see why it's linked with witchcraft, because this is what witch doctors do. Mm. They, they offer themselves up for, and they just become this, like, over time, so it's not like exhausting the first time they do it, but over time it just rapidly decreases their health. I will say, I haven't actually read through a lot of this myself, because I thought I'd go through it with you guys. Mm-hmm. So I've just pulled up a few interesting things. Anyway, number five, this is the last one. Expect people to leave. Necromancy requires devotion and the destruction of the self, so that a necromancer may grow from what you once were. You may lose fear and learn to take a new look on existence, a slightly cold view. You must leave certain traits that will burden you on your path. Many people will not like the new you and will walk away. Let them leave. Never apologise for what you are blossoming into. Does it sound appealing? Do you want to try it? Do you feel like it... Do you feel like it sounds positive? Sounds like you're going to turn into a fucking (laughs) cat. And it's just like, don't worry. This is all part of the plan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. The part of the plan to become a cat. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, That's the title of the Tumblr. What's page, the whole yeah. thing? Like, what? What's the end game of being a necromancer? Communication with the dead. Why? Mm. Mate, I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Like, is it worth all this? No. But then to some people it is. <laughs> it's fucking well, you're not yeah. allowed to be a necromancer, then, are you? Why would they have the time of their fucking lives? be able to tell us what's going to happen in the future? Well, that's what I matter? thought as well. Why, How would a dead person know the future? Like, oh, I managed to get in touch with this bloke. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, yeah, okay. Well, if you ask him, oh, what's going to happen? Like, why, why, how is he going to know? <laughs> That's yeah. what I don't understand. If they know. died, obviously their foresight isn't that good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it coming. I didn't see the train coming. Yeah. Um, this next bit, I did read a little bit of this to Becca earlier. It's pretty grim. Okay. Um, so this is the beginning of how you start training up for necromancy. Okay. Um, it's about death watching, breath stealing, Grave and mausoleum, mausoleum ste- uh, sleeping and meditation. Have you ever, do you know about any of these things? Breath, de- breath de- stealing. Breath stealing, death watching, grave or mausoleum sleeping and meditation. Death watching as in what? Sit- sitting in like a morgue and looking at dead people? Uh, worse. Murdering someone and then watching them die? Not necessarily murder, but um, just watching death, watching people die. Why would you want to do that? Uh, watching- Wait a minute, how would you even plan, how would you do that? Hang around hospitals. Oh, that, security needs to get these people out. Watch real human death in person. It's that simple. Be in the same room and get as close to the body as you can. Comfort them in their final moments and grant them your love. Watch their eyes close and their chest rise and fall one last time. This is mental. This is insane. This is not healthy at all for any any person to get involved. No. No. Yeah, this Does it is, sound positive to you? No, this this is this is creepy. <laughs> the, um, like people doing this should be locked up. So if you can get close to someone as they're having their final moments, 
like it says, watching their death, um, that leads you on to being able to attempt the next thing, breath stealing. So, but this is, sorry, I can't get off this. So, oh, Tis, bring a bottle opener in when you come. Okay. This is, uh, we'll get off this in a sec, but just quickly. Yeah. What kind of mad person, right? So let's say you're on your deathbed with know, your granddad, right? Right. And you're like really close to him. Okay. And you're like trying to help him out, trying to comfort him in his last few minutes. Some geezer turns up at your door. Excuse me. Can, yeah. I, can I just come and sit down and watch your granddad die? Well, they might be talking about if you've got someone in your own family who's dying. You know, you might suddenly be a bit real clingy to like Aunt Mabel who's got a touch of the death. Aunt Mabel? Oh, that's mental. So I guess as they breathe their last breath, breath stealing is literally... You got it, breathing yeah. Breathing in. Oh, that's mental! Breathe in as they breathe out so you take this last whisper of life into your body. This breath is said to give one grand knowledge of under- and understanding of the systems of life and death. How? You can come to that later. No. How? How does that give you knowledge? You won't know until you try it, mate. Oh, my So you, you're not up so for... You... When we do the necromancy experiment episode, you're not up for all this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be another one where you guys you, sit it out. Literally, I can't imagine any other way of people being able to actually do this other than going to a hospital and finding the relative, finding the person who's got no relatives. And sit with them, and maybe they've got Alzheimer's, so they've got no idea who you are or what you're doing or anything like that. And just sit there and just, like, that's the only way you could do this, surely. What kind of... The idea of this does actually make me, like, kind of... I feel, I feel it real. makes me feel really unpleasant, yeah. My, yeah, my, my chest kind of feels a bit sick. Why doing this? I don't... Like I said earlier, for what, for what game? Stop making noise! <laughs> it's so loud. Have you, have you got your dinner yet? Pretty much. No, he's going to go and smack his chops into the microphone. <laughs> Necromancy is fucking weird, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. What do you think about his breathing in the death? Fucking breath? gross. It's literally making my skin crawl. Mm. Oh, uh, sorry, just a quick apology to Sean if you can hear us eating through the microphone. I'll be editing out the chops of mouth. Yeah, no, I hate it. Okay. Hate it. Grave and mausoleum sleeping, you can guess what that is. Sleeping in a grave or next to a grave. There's a bit of advice. Grave sleeping requires nothing more than a blanket and a stick of incense. <laughs> Brackets, both optional. Oh, my days. What is with... Who is this person that's written this? Lay on the grave and cover yourself with the blanket. Lay on it. <laughs> yeah, lay on the grave. Sorry, yeah. Lay on the grave <laughs> and cover yourself with a blanket. Light the incense and drift off to sleep whilst exploring your understanding of life and death and accepting your own. The Necromantic Ritual book by uh, Lila Wendell has a deeper method. I recommend you check it out. Put it on the blog. Recommendation of the week. For mausoleums, simply open as many coffins as you are able to and sleep in the same manner as the grave. These methods work to begin... These methods work to begin to wither away your deep-rooted fear of death. I will provide no guidance on meditation as it would be for any other practice. Simply focus on death and explore your thoughts of it. That would make me fear death more. Sleeping within arm's reach of a body can cause some thoughts to form. You think so? You must learn to accept death, continue these actions until you're capable of doing them without a drop of fear. This should be illegal. This kind of stuff should be illegal. So do you want some materials? If you want to come and become a necromancer, this is what stuff you're going to need. Yeah? Just like any other hobby, I suppose. A staff. Why? Any stick that reaches from your shoulder to the floor. Why? Don't know. Why? Just in case you need to batter someone, I don't know. This isn't. I'm not. This isn't bullshit. This is a lot of people follow this. Okay. A wand. Okay. Why? Long, thin stick whoa, about the length whoa, of your whoa. forearm. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on a minute. Start to get a picture. Of Nobody makes wands like real no. wands. Yeah, Ollivander. A wand. <laughs> you want Ollivanders? <laughs> oh, John. R.I.P. John Hurt. No one makes wands. 
When did he die? Like two weeks ago. Fuck. Yeah, I died, fucking love John Hurt. Yeah, John Hurt. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah he's this is he's great. Okay, carry on. Okay, a knife. Brackets functional. <sighs> Does that mean a functional knife? Yeah. Well, straight away they'd get arrested. Book. Yeah. Carrying a knife. A book. Any book. Refer to my how to make a book of the dead lecture. So you have to make a book of the dead. Mm. That's a different. That's a whole other lecture. A cup, probably to catch your drops of blood. And lastly, a set of all black clothes used only for necromancy and nothing else. Okay, two things. Yeah. Why do you need black clothes? Don't so if I turned up in like a clown outfit, my necromancy is not going to work. Is black, does black even exist? I thought black was just a really dark shade of brown. Black is when something has no light at all. It absorbs all light, doesn't it? So it's nothing. It's no light. Uh, Mate, when we're in Transylvania... Maybe that's why they have to wear all black. Yeah, you're in all black. <laughs> There is more info. I'm not, I'm not going to go through all of this, but there is more information on each of the things. You wanted to know more about the staff, yeah? Yeah. Used as a walking stick pointer, percussive instrument to tap pointer. on the ground. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. <laughs> There's the dead body. This fucking point. To poke it. Channeling energy and may grant a safe aura around you. Oh, make it using a fallen limb from a tree and make it to your liking. Yeah. Um, this is ridiculous. My first Some of this is way stuff. too casual. You can't have okay. get a cup to catch oh, your blood and have black clothes in the same hobby. Oh, it doesn't say no cup. It says used for drinks and offerings. Wine, wine glasses work best. Yeah, offerings. Oh. Yeah, okay, yeah. That is your offering. Okay, wand. Do you want to know about the wand? Yeah. Used for selecting individual targets, pointing at symbols and channeling energy. Why can't you use your staff to do that? Use dead wood of any kind to make it and apply a varnish or finish to give it stability. <laughs> it's in case you're So you have to make your own wand? Yeah. Oh, how do you guarantee how does your wand get the magic where does that come from otherwise it's just a I stick guess this that is you just paint. people's like hobby isn't it yeah I can't Some I'm trying really death. hard to but not poo poo this well I'm going to leave I'm going to leave the beginner's guide there if you want to read more of it I'm going to put the link on the blog it's fascinating but terrifying like really it's just, this, most of that should be illegal yeah like if you're spending that, if you're doing one of those things you will go mental well, I think you're already meant to if you start. Well, yeah, but... Uh, if, you're, if, yeah, if the thoughts are wandering <laughs> that way, then... I guess it's to be fair, it does say that like you might start... People do like death, don't they? Yeah. Like... Well, I thought I was obsessed with death, the way I bring it up on the show all the time, which is why I wanted to do this episode. But then when I started reading this, I was like, oh, fuck me, I'm not... I'm, I'm completely normal. But they're into weird stuff with death. I yeah. I see it as, like, mm. fetishising death. No, I'm more into, like, the unexplainable nature of death. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but they're fetishising death as, like, oh, it's the best. Yeah, that's a really good way of pinning it. I mean, it's it's, like, it's like celebrating it, but it's more than it's more than that. It's not like a because I guess a funeral could be a celebration of life. It's your it's yeah, it's like an obsession. It's well, like, really I really unhealthy. like I really like the Mexican what is it Day of the Dead. That's like yeah. a celebration of death. Mm, yeah, that's kind of like cool. It's not like mm. fucking weird like that. Like it's just celebrating the people who lived. Great it's just lives everything about it is just wrong. So uh, Tis was your choice drums then for number two. Uh, no, I'm going to go for... Drums. Go for I've just set up drums. Spells. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Spells. Ah, spells. Nothing on spells, mate. I'll tell you what spells are. Oh, I've got some spells for us to, to read out. Oh, right. I've got, practice. I've got one of us, one each for all of us. Bring a bottle open to Tiss. What is he doing? <laughs> right. I'll go first, soon as Tiss is going to be eating, and that's going to be making noise, so I can turn that mic off. Okay. So you're going to read these spells I've out? got one each for us to read. Okay. I've got three spells here. 
Well, these are fucking what are the spells then, so we've, got a bit, we've got a bit of time. Well, do you want to read first then, Tiss? Yeah, yeah. We've got fucking ages there. Um, oh, you've got a short one for this anyway. Um, but am I going to turn into a necromancer? This isn't the spell, it's just how to perform the ritual. Oh, okay, cool. One white candle. Well, what is it first? <laughs> okay, sorry. Tiss. Yeah. It says Tiss at the top. Oh, there we go. To have dreams of the deceased. Oh. Dreams of the deceased. Yeah, to have dreams of the deceased. Oh. You can try this. No, okay. no, no, I'm not trying any of this. One white candle, a picture of the deceased, uh, a pentagram. What What kind? Like, what format? I guess you cut it into the floor or mark it on the floor or somewhere, cut don't you? Cut it into the floor. <laughs> or mark it on the floor, you know what I mean? Or <laughs> in the fucking carpet. <laughs> Light the white candle. Right. And stare at the flame for a few minutes. Right. A few minutes? Okay. Mm. Well, that's something that I do. Then put the picture at eye level and say, you're gone forever, but through this spell, my dreams to which you will come. Right. Place the picture under your pillow. Let the candle burn to a stub. Blow it out. (laughs) (laughs) Then blow it out. (laughs) (laughs) For fuck's sake. And place it under your pillow. Also. Oh, you got to place the candle under? Yeah, yeah. Under your pillow? Sleep with them under your pillow for three nights to receive the dream you want. That's fucking long winded. Three nights. And what if you don't receive it after three nights? It's a hard uh, magic to follow. Amazon deliver next day. And you're telling me a spell cut like. And how do we know it's going to three days? Companies have become more efficient than fucking dead. The magic. Yeah, that's why people do less magic nowadays because they can just order. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Dreams of the deceased. Staring at a flame is really is a really good meditation. Would you want to try doing one of these? No, no. I already stare at flames, but I'm not going to do the deceased. I don't. I don't mind the the, the flame staring. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. That can't, it can't be healthy. And also, what kind of dream would I want to have? Because if it was like, if it was your spouse. Yeah, it doesn't say what sort of dream you're getting. It's I, want, just I like, want a good dream. Have a dream. I wouldn't want like, a horrible dream of them. Like after the three days, I get like a dream of them murdering me. Yeah, them having a horrible time in hell. Yeah, I didn't even thought of that. Right, I'll do one. Um, this is just a general Scottish necromantic spell. <laughs> Was it going to be like, oh, nay, Douglas? <laughs> um, in order to perform this Scottish necromantic spell, one must arrange to have a room with total and complete privacy. You'd think so. It's almost like we were watching telly in the corner. Yeah. One, spiritually cleanse the room and oneself prior to beginning the spell at nightfall. Mm-hmm. How? Oh, I'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Two, using a compass, cast a circle in the middle of the room large enough for you, a table, and a chair. Using a compass? Mm-hmm. I've got a compass. Three, well, let's do it. Place objects of protection on the table. The traditional spell calls for a Bible and or a crucifix. Substitute as needed. If the Bible doesn't work for you, substitute another lengthy spiritual work. <laughs> for goodness sake. Both for protection and to occupy you until the ghost shows up. Just to read it until something. Yeah, it's a sign of day. Oh, God. <laughs> Four, light a white candle. This is your only source of light. White candle, yeah. Sitting in a room on your own in a side of fucking circle with only a candle for light, waiting for a ghost is not my idea of fun. Nah, that sounds awful. Five, sit down and concentrate on your desires. Call the specific ghost you need. Read the book. Wait for the ghost to sharp, perhaps in person. Should you fall asleep, be prepared to speak with the ghost in your dreams and remember to record the conversation. That's too much. None of these things are easy. But just, it doesn't... But even it. though they're not easy, like, the end result is fucking shite as well. Yeah. What, see a ghost? Yeah. Yeah, then, then what? 
Well, you got to say I saw a ghost. Oh, great. Mm. <laughs> You'll be discredited you're not like interested, everyone else. You're, you're not interested in seeing ghosts, though. I guess if you would, if it was your passion, think of something you are interested in. Okay. If you're interested in communicating with a ghost. But, um, but why, why are these things... I guess you're going to come to it later. But why are these relevant? Why are these things relevant to seeing Oh, ghosts? some of this I'm not coming to later because I couldn't find some. Why, I was like... Why? What is it? What is the Bible? What's I sort of it? changed the format of the show because I couldn't get why some information. Why if anyone is a necromancer, listens to the show, or has found the show because they searched necromancy, <laughs> they won't be to the show after this. Yeah, they probably haven't got this far into the episode. I've selected to high heaven. <laughs> Please get in contact. I really would love chat to a necromancer on the show. Hmm. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, I would. I wouldn't want to talk to a necromancer in real life. That's for sure. Yeah, we're cool. I'm gonna get into the studio. Fuck yeah. mm. off. <laughs> no, I'm alright. I'll go and do an experiment with them. I'll go and watch one of the ceremonies. No, I will. No, they'd, they'd kill you and listen to your last breath. Oh, suck it in. Mm. And then sleep with you. Right. I'm going to turn the mic away from the eating while you read this one. Okay. There's your one, beef. God, this is long. you got the longest one, yeah. Um, summon the spirit of a loved one. Right. This is actually summoning them. <sighs> okay. Maybe this will be the one I do. Don't bother. Right, okay. Okay. This will summon the spirit of a loved... This will. That's such yeah, a promise. definitive. This will, will summon the spirit of a loved one in the other world. Other world? Hmm. Items you will need. Again, like you will need these things, right, otherwise okay. it doesn't work. What will I need? Four dark blue candles. Right. Why the change of colour? And four? Okay. Different spells, isn't it? Does Ikea do them? Does hmm? Ikea do dark blue ones? Probably. You can get yeah. blue and yellow. You can probably get all of this from the Ikea. Satanic bastards. <laughs> <laughs> the satanic section. Uh, yeah, four dark blue candles. One tea light candle. Right. A skull candle. Right. <laughs> so many candles. A skull so candle. Six candles. Where'd you get a skull candle from? Probably Amazon. Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> a picture of a loved one. Right. Um, and then the spell is is this. Place four dark candles at elemental points on your altar. Right. On your altar. What? Presuming Where? you've got an altar, right? Doesn't say <laughs> items like you will need. <laughs> Item isn't on the on the list there. I don't know where I'm going to get an altar from. Right. Um, place tea light above the earth point. What's right. the earth? Oh, this is must. This calls for more knowledge. What's the earth point? We need to look into altars. Does that mean you have to suck in more mm. breaths? Maybe to, to gain knowledge. Is that the old one? I haven't got anything about altars. Oh really? Okay, yeah. wait a minute. I haven't read these spells. Uh. Place. Skull candle and picture of loved one in the middle of the altar. Right. So I guess in between all four candles, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Then meditate on the person you wish to summon. Right. Okay. Light the dark blue candle in the east, chanting, I call the elemental of air, come from the east and offer your protection. Right. I don't know who you're calling to or what. Oh, the, I, call the, I call the elemental of air. Right, okay. So east, yeah, east candle is your air element, I guess. Okay, yeah. Right. Like the dark blue candle in the south. Right. What's oh, that? This is so much to remember. And chant, I call the elemental of fire. Come from, come from the south and offer your protection. Right. Like the dark blue candle in the west. And chant, I call the element elemental of water. Come from the west and offer your protection. So the north is the earth, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like dark blue candle in the north and chant. I call the elemental of earth. Come forth from the north and offer your protection. Right. Like the skull candle in the middle, and chant. I call the spirit within us all. Leap forward as your element. Offer your protection. Right. Take the white candle and chant. 
doesn't tell you how to chant. Well, there's probably different chants. Okay. It might just be a general chant, like a... <laughs> like a tumble dryer. <laughs> yeah. Like a fucking wasp in a fucking <laughs> was, like, was like, oh, I've never chanted before. That was my first go. Give me a break. General chant. How do people normally chant? I'm leading the, the most... <laughs> Michael, my beloved spirit, come to me and commune with me. Come forth from the other world, sweet spirit. And show yourself forth. I call upon your family blessings this day. Oh, you feeling anything? I don't like reading it. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't read these, so I didn't realise it had so much like things in it. So like, I don't like all the chanting. No. Place the wick of the tea candle. Yeah. Over the flame of the skull candle. Right. Pick up picture and visualise the spirit coming over the hedge from the other world. Right. Now you can telepathically speak to the person. No, that's now it. You, no, you can, can do it. You, you, what? That's insane. Easy. I didn't realize it was so easy. You can. Wait a minute. So but how? I might try this. Huh? I might try this. I reckon you could try all of that without the candles. Okay, guys. Um, well, you just did. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't visualize. If you the want person. me to do one of my experiment shows with some of these spells, if I can find some willing participants, I'm willing to do it. So just tweet me. Or put it on the Facebook or message us unexplainableukml.com. I'll give it a go. You're mental. The uh, the necromancy experiment. You're mental. I'm mental. Yeah. I already did a Ouija board. Got mental problems. Right, okay. This is worse than Ouija board. You think it is? Because this is black magic, isn't it? Yeah, it's, we- it's weird. Like, Ouija board is like curiosity. Mm. This is insanity. Okay. I'm not going to draw my blood. I won't choose any of them ones. Oh, worse. <laughs> go on then, beef. Choose one. Right, I'm going to go for drums. You're going for drum. Yeah. Tears, can you peel it off, please? Hey. You knew there was something underneath that I've one. got some music. Yeah, well, this is um, this is a song called Necromantic Drums. Okay. By uh, an artist I found on YouTube called Sacratiel. Um, and obviously I'll put a link to this on the blog. But this is the sort of, this is like a dark meditation song. So when people meditate and sometimes they listen to this sort of thing. Okay. This is dark meditation, ritual, ambient music to get you in that dark trance frame of mind. I'm not going to play the whole song, eight and a half minutes long. Yeah. But I'll give you an idea of this like dark meditation sound. I don't like it, it just. Let's skip to an old pit or something. So imagine you're meditating this. Meditation, I think, was being peaceful. Yeah, this is not peaceful, this is horrible. Yeah, I think if meditation is peaceful, so meditating to this, I imagine would put you in a very dark frame of mind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which I guess is the point. Yeah, but this is what I mean. None of this is, as a hobby seems healthy. Do you want any more of this? Are you done? I'm fine, thanks. Giving you an idea. If you want to listen to that song, I'll put a link to the YouTube page on the blog. There's just people don't have to meditate to it. They just can if they want to. Uh, you can. Some people will meditate to dark ambient meditation music, such as that. Like Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> like Metallica. Um, can you see yourself relaxing, and meditating to that? No. 
No, that's horrific. I don't know why. Just you meditate. Yeah. Would you meditate to that? No. It's horrible. It's awful, isn't it? I made a song that sounds pretty horrible, but it's not as horrible as that. Were you in a dark place at the time? No, no, it was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Can we put it on? Oh, Oh. you've got your one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you want. Go SoundCloud slash Reef UK. It's like Necromancy song. Oh, right. That's what you called it? Not quite as, no. (laughs) Necromancy song. Not quite as horrible as that. It's horrible, but... What's it called? Um... Say the names back to me. Um, jargon, Darren Stantic, Discotech, No Hope, Hologram, Ice Climber, Mallard, Pressure, Bleed, Digital Consciousness, Mindfuck, Private. Mindfuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it won't be that there one. Any names that I thought. So you did this one. Mm-hmm. So this is like when you were in that dark necromantic time. No, no, I wasn't. It was just a fun song to make. I really like it. But it sounds horrible. How do you feel about this, Pete? It's a bit, it's a bit dark. It's kind of weird. What do you think to it? It's um. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it sounds a bit. Sounds a bit like Aphex Twin. Yeah, it's like a dark Aphex Twin song. There you go. Tissy did that one. Mm. Talking to Tissy. Yeah. Tissy, can I have a bottle opener, please? Yes. <laughs> oh, my days, I've just seen how many more we've got to get through. Yeah, I know, that's why I'm trying to be quick. But it's like really, They're really involving. Quick. Everything that we're doing is really involving. The longest one was that beginner's guide. And the, you, to be honest, the beginner's guide and the spells are probably the two longest ones. Like a lot of them are just real quick, like that <clears throat> bit of music. No, that's what I mean. It's really involving. And it's some, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I don't I don't like that music. All right, your turn to see. Choose one. Monk. Monk. Oh, I was going to say leave Monk till last. Oh. <laughs> Because it's like the one where if we ain't got time, it's not as important. Okay. We can do Monk. Okay. you got a video to this. Fuck yeah. Um, this is kind of tenuously linked to necromancy, which is why I was like, because mm, it's about resurrection, okay. which is sort of, I was going to include some resurrection stuff in here. Um, but this is, have you heard about this Buddhist monk who, um, he's been dead for 89 years? We spoke about him on the pod. I'll let this guy explain it. It's about three minutes of video where this guy explains about this. uh, He's been dead for 80 years, but he still will. So do you know about this, Spiff? No, I don't think so. I don't know. We talked about it before. I don't know if we brought it up before, but I just saw this video and it was really good. We hadn't seen pictures of him before because I had until I watched this, but yeah, this is pretty crazy. In the Republic of Broyatia in Siberia, at the Aboginsky Dasan Temple lies the mummified remains of Lama Itigilov, which is well known around the world because of the lifelike state of his dead body, which reportedly has not been subject to macroscopic decay since his death 79 years ago. But death is a relative word because many believe that the Lama is not dead and is actually still alive, but in a deep meditative state. And I know this already 
sounds really strange to a lot of you, so let me explain. There is a belief in Buddhism that monks who have been cultivating for a long time may ruding or enter into a deep meditative state where they do not need food or water, and when they wake up from the state, they would have reached enlightenment. This was said to have been the case with Bodhidharma, the founder of Shaolin Temple Martial Arts, who was known for going inside a cave in Wuru Mountain near the Shaolin Temple, and inside the cave, he sat facing a wall for nine years until reaching enlightenment. It's said that he sat for so long, grass started growing from his body, and his shadow was forever imprinted onto the stone wall. Also, I don't know if you guys remember, but last year, I did a report on this channel about the discovery of the mummified body of a monk discovered in Mongolia. When he was found, many Buddhism practitioners, including the Dalai Lama, has said that he was not in fact dead, but in a deep meditative state. And apparently, that's what people believe is happening with Lama Itigilov, and probably why some also claim that the Lama is moving around within the temple where his body is kept. According to the Siberian Times, Lama Damba Ayushev, the current head of the Buddhist traditional Sangha, has claimed that there are two video images which shows Lama Itigilov moving around inside the Ivojinsky Datsun Temple. Lama Ayushev insists that he is completely serious, saying, I see a figure of a man on the shot, as you do, and I know precisely there could not be anyone in the palace at this time. Lama Itigilov supposedly died in 1972 while he was meditating, and he requested that he was to be buried sitting in the lotus position. But what's really strange was that when his remains were examined in 1955 and again in 1973, the monks were astonished to find no signs of decay. In September of 2002, his body was once again exhumed, but this time with Buddhist leaders and scientists present. And they were really surprised to find that the remains were found to be in a condition of someone who had just died 36 hours ago, with muscle tissues, joints, and even the skin intact. Now, I do believe that people can meditate for a long period of time, maybe even years, without food or water. I mean, the case of Bodhidharma, if that's true, is pretty incredible, and how Lama Itigilov is able to not decay just, just boggles my mind. But these photos, I, I don't know. I mean, the first one, it does look like there's a monk standing there, but it also looks like the monks seem to be dressed in some sort of uh, military uniform or camouflage and seem to be carrying bags. I know people have said that no one was supposed to be there at that time, and I don't know why somebody who looks like a soldier would be there with what kind of looks like takeout food. And in the second image, I, I really can't tell what that is. I mean, is the Lama just wandering around, stretching himself out after decades of sitting in the lotus position? Have you guys ever sat in the lotus position? That thing is painful. Now, if you sat in that position for decades, you need to walk around and stretch out a little bit. So I don't know if that's the case where this is a night at the museum situation. I, I also don't understand why there's not clearer images, why there's not a video clip of this, because it seems like these images were taken from a surveillance camera. So those are all question marks to me. That's insane. We've never spoke about this in the pod already. I think we briefly mentioned it. We've never watched a video or anything, because I've no, never no, seen... never watched a video. Yeah, I've never seen those pictures no. before. So that was like... Pretty crazy when I saw it. It's like, like I say, it's only loosely linked to necromancy because it's more resurrection, which I was going to bring up a sort of as well. Mm. Um, so but it's really, pretty crazy. Very interesting. Yeah, I wanted to chuck it in there just because. Wow. I, I don't know what he means about them pictures. I take them pictures with a grain of salt. Mm. They did look like a dude just carrying shopping bags. Yeah, yeah. But the, just the monk on itself, that idea is crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not decaying. And stuff. Yeah, 79 years of being dead, and he showed signs of being dead for like 36 hours. How do they know he's been dead for 79? Just records, I guess. Yeah, because he was, they, that's the guy they talked about in the thing. He was stored in that way. 
That's insane. Yeah. I mean, could you? I suppose you could cover the body in some kind of. But he said there was no signs of preservatives on it at all. Pickled monk. Yeah, pickled mouth. Pickled, pickled mouth. That's is that, what, is that what you're thinking? What we talked about? Pickled mouth. <laughs> pickled mouth. Then he got pickled. Awesome. Did he get mm. pickled? Mm. Well, mouth. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely talked about this on the show. So many times. No, I know. I know about mouth. pickled mouth, but I didn't know. I, I forgot. Yeah, he goes. He's been kept his whole body pickled. Yeah. And he's not decayed. No. Well, he's pickled. <laughs> That's nuts. Is he in a pickled big jar? Now, pickled like a see-through jar? He's in like you a can go see him. container. Yeah, you, can you can go see him. Yeah. yeah. Beef went to see him and they got kicked out. No. We've talked yeah. about this on the I've show. Done, yeah. yeah. Mate, I did. Yeah, we went to Tiananmen Square and you can queue up to go see him, but I had a video camera with me so they wouldn't allow us in. <laughs> you went all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see pickled mouth. Yeah. Right, what are we doing next? Just go to right, see him. Go on then, pick one, Tissy. No, it's my Oh, Beef's go, sorry. Uh, I want check, please. Check, please. Oh, I thought that would tempt one of you. Oh. Dumb supper spells. Have you ever heard of something called a dumb supper? A dumb supper? Yeah. I know what a dumb waiter is. Mm-hmm. don't know what a dumb supper is. Basically, a dumb supper is you prepare like a meal for you and a spirit. <laughs> right. And you sit in silence. Right. During the meal, and they're supposed to communicate with you. Right, I don't know what to think. Okay, our ri- dumb suppers are ritual meals enacted with between living and the dead. Right, dumb indicates uh, not lack of intelligence, but that, that these meals and any communication are conducted in silence. Mm. Uh, while the dead are formally invited to attend, all cooking and serving is done by the living. Obviously, oh for crying out! Although that. a dumb supper may be served at any time, traditionally they are scheduled to coincide with Halloween, the time of year when the veil between realms is thinnest. Extend specific invitations or allow yourself to be surprised by who shows up. Um, so here's the... Um, Literally anyone. I've got rules here for a dumb supper for one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cook one meal. Set the table for two or more, depending on the number of guests anticipated or invited. I thought it was for one. Oh, well, one you're one living, thing. one living. Yeah. Serve yourself and the other party. Don't utter a sound until the meal is over. How do you know the meal's over? Just well, you finished, finished eating. Well, when, well, about when they finish eating. Well, I don't know. I don't think the plate's going to empty itself. Apparently, you're supposed to come out of the other side of the meal with knowledge or communication. You felt like you've had a communication with another spirit. Oh, it's so fucking stupid. You don't agree with dumb suppers? It's just dumb. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. You can do dumb supper for two. You can do dumb supper for a fucking million people. Yeah, you can. It doesn't matter. You can have, like, three of you set around living and you pl- set a place name. And you can say, like, you can say who you invite. See, so oh, you know what I want to do. But no one can talk. No, you te- telepathically communicate. Who would you invite? Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Tiss, who would you invite if you were going to do it? I'm not doing it. I wouldn't invite anyone because it's fucking. Boring. This is annoying, you, isn't it? It. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> I just think it's really stupid, but that's my ignorance. It's probably loads of people Check, out there who love doing it and think that what I do is dumb. So. I'm yeah, but this is really mental. This is a dumb supper, mate. Yeah, but those necromancers are probably, like, looking at me like, fucking... You're so clueless. You don't know what this life and death's really about. Or just that, you know, I don't do dumb suppers and I'm not fucking... But if this is... If this <laughs> breathing is, in death and shit. Yeah, if this is what it takes Obviously to gain living. some kind of knowledge, I'm quite happy being clueless. Yeah, <clears throat> ignorance is bliss. Yeah, When it comes know. to this sort of thing. I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be known as someone, like, Creeping around deaf people, wait, dead people, waiting for them to... <laughs> deaf people. 
You have to creep. Be easier to perform all this stuff if you're deaf. Yeah. Anyway. So you wouldn't you wouldn't be up for a dumb supper? No, maybe this is ridiculous. Okay, all right. It's okay. Utterly mental. I must say this has all really surprised me when I was looking up. It's very interesting that okay. people do this. Wait, it's oh yeah, it's your go. Ah uh, oh, antenna. Ask what does it say on the name? Ask this. Okay. Ask this. Okay, this is how I was going to ask you. Um, we last week we talked about consciousness. Okay. And the collective consciousness and the antenna and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. If someone can be contacted and revived from beyond the grave, like these are saying, mm-hmm. how does that work with your idea of a collective consciousness? If that consciousness has gone back into the ether, back into the antenna, mm. how does how can you contact a being that was once, or can you still summon that one singular person from the antenna? Well, the person that would be left behind if there was someone left behind would be the egoic mind. Right. It wouldn't be. So the, you're saying there's a remnant of the egoic mind left? I'm not saying that these people are right. I'm just saying that if they were right, mm-hmm. that's the way it would be in my head. Right. But, you know, it could be the other way around. But, yeah, I'd say if if it was this role with it and say this is all true, mm-hmm. I'd say that what they're actually coming in contact with is the egoic mind, which hangs around in this dimension for a while and can be contacted mm-hmm. somehow. Okay, so do you think that any of this is real? Like, any con- communication with the dead that people claim? Yeah. What's your opinion of it? Like, is it possibly real? Like, seances, Ouija boards, necromancy spells? Could be. Could be. I just, yeah, it could be. I'm it's possible it- to believe in that as well as the collective consciousness theory. Yeah, of course. But I just put it out there. That's hmm. that's how you could. Okay. You'd say the egoic mind was the ghost. Okay. And the true us, the, the consciousness is... It's gone back to the antenna transcends dimensions transcends all of this okay but I'm not saying it's not real I'm just saying it's not interesting I was thinking of (laughs) 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 that's what I'd say to him like it could be real but there's so many better things to do it's just when I was thinking of this necromancy stuff and resurrection well I was thinking about resurrection it seemed like the obvious other thing so some of these are to do with resurrection rather than Mm. You know, talking to the dead. It's like raising the dead as well. But if everyone you know ever has died, mm-hmm. then you'd want to just talk to the dead, wouldn't you, all the time? Yeah, I guess. That's why some of these people do do go through all this rigmarole to then contact the dead. Can they do it in like a nicer way, though? This is what it takes, it apparently. No, because no, it doesn't. Who made that rule? Yeah. Some psychopath, probably. The original necromancer. The original They just wrote psychopath. down and, and they said, this is how you do it, and they yeah. all... It worked. It. This worked. So just one psychopath makes the rules and then loads of vulnerable people just... think say about lots of things. Oh, say about everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just the, the way the world works. Some well, motherfucker well, comes up with yeah, something yeah. and loads of people can't come up with their own shit, so they just follow that. Okay. It's just because I was thinking... I was editing last week's show whilst yeah. planning this, and then I was like, oh, sort of, I wanted to know what your thoughts were based on that. But thanks. I hope there's no necromancers listening, like, cursing me. I hope there is. No. Not cursing, I just hope there's a necromancer. Necromancers can't curse you, can they? Of course they can. They can do whatever they want. They can raise they the can dead. They can do whatever curse. they want. Apparently they can. Well, they fucking can. Go on then, Beefy, choose one. They've got uh, a filter. Peel off zombie for me. <laughs> peel it off. Oh. Beef. That's a bit weird. Did you know that was going to be the one? No, I, I didn't know I was going to get an ask Beef. Well, I did ask Beef because I was... Um, when I was going through this and I started thinking about resurrection... Yeah. Obviously, I started thinking about the resurrection story. Yeah. The OZ... Yeah, the original zombie. Um, do people in do people in the church refer to the resurrection of Jesus as a zombie? No. Is that completely disrespectful? 
It's not disrespectful. It's just it's not what a zombie is. What's a zombie? So, well, my I guess my understanding of a zombie mm-hmm. is you're bringing. Well, they're like oh, they've like got the their brain dead. Yeah, they've got their consciousness. Yeah. So you, uh. if you're th- yeah, if you're thinking of a zombie, zombies aren't real, though, are they? Don't know. Are they? <laughs> well, I guess if you're raising the dead for your demands, like a necromancer can claim to do in some of these then they must have no consciousness then they would have no consciousness because they, they're they're at your will they're you you know they just be like, I must say like I said the traditional description of what a necromancer is isn't like what we see in video games and stuff where they actually raise the dead and send the armies of dead people at you mm-hmm. like zombies that's what I thought necromancy was because I've only been seen it in like fantasy films and video games but it's, yeah, yeah. It, like, it's more communicating with the dead yeah no zombie yeah, so it's someone you know, no, no will, no kind of, you know. You see the the Walking Dead; they're all they all have that one purpose, and there's no kind of character. There's nothing, you know. Resurrection is you're literally bringing that person back to life, and there's no, they're not dead anymore. So the resurrection of Jesus, yeah, is that the only person who's ever been resurrected, or has there been others? No, there's been. Do you others. think? Do you think there has? There's, well, there's others in the Bible. Is there really? I thought it was like, oh, he's the only dude who could do this. Yeah. No, Jesus um, Jesus resurrected a couple of people. Uh, yes, you do. I have heard of other stories of resurrection as well. I, th- I told you one. I can't remember if I included it in my Mozambique story. Oh, maybe. Dude got beat to death. Did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah. He got beat to death. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We talked about that so, quite in depth. Yeah. yeah. So I've heard some stories like that. I've heard stories of people, and obviously I talked about it in near death experience, where they've, you know, people have been praying, and then that comes back to life. That mm. that would be classed as a resurrection because mm. they have been dead, and then they come back to life. So it's, but you, I mean, but you don't think a necromancer would have the power to actually resurrect someone from death? No, because it doesn't sound like that's what a necromancer's purpose is. It sounds like the purpose of a necromancer is to communicate and just kind it feels of manipulate like them a bit. The purpose of a necromancer is always seems quite selfish. It seems selfish and not necessarily positive. It doesn't seem very Yeah. I think resurrection would be you know and we talk yeah, again, talked about it on the um near death experience hmm. episode with the guy that went to heaven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. Resurrection is is different. It's it's yeah. It's bringing someone back from the the death back into life and being a fully functional living being again. And we're not thinking a necromancer could do that. No, it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like necromancers have that kind of an agenda. It doesn't. It does all sound selfish. Like I want to communicate with mm. the dead. I feel like it, it's quite lonely. People. It does sound a bit. It sounds yeah. It does sound lonely. It doesn't sound like a very. And it even says people you know are going to leave you, but they don't care. Yeah. Just it seems really sad. Well, Sounds like they need like... therapy before they get into. If I, if I, if someone came to me and said, "You know, I'm gonna, I'm thinking about this new hobby." All oh, right. Well, if they didn't explain to me it was necromancy, but I do. Have you thought about therapy first? Have you thought about anything else? I'd just be like, "Yo, you have to eat in total fucking silence on your own." <laughs> like it's unhealthy. You need point. to address other stuff first. So yeah, does that help? Is that yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted you to weigh in on resurrection versus necromancy. Yeah. No, it's good. I, I've never thought of Jesus being the OZ before. Uh, you've gone for, what was it? Ritual. 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 I've got some videos for Ritual. Oh, hello. Okay, I've got someone performing a ritual of necromancy in a graveyard. Oh, cool. I'm watch it. Well, this guy, let's see what you think of this guy first. Become a living Become god. A living yeah, let's see what you think about this guy. 
So if you were not 18 years or older, please turn this off now. There is <laughs> much sake. disturbing content. So please go ahead and turn this off if you're not 18 years or older. It was a necromantic ritual designed to call the Ninth Serpent to trap the most evil, wicked, and vile shade within an unmarked cemetery. This ritual required one experienced necromancer and two souls that were willing to give themselves up to call this specific serpent. Sorry, pause it. Now, when the serpent was called, it became... Sorry, sorry, I just, I missed what he said at the start. The serpent of what? I don't know. Okay, so, okay. It's the fucking snake from the um, creation story, isn't it? That bloody snake. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely angry. And although it flowed the way it was intended to, the serpent in and of itself had its own intelligence of how the ritual was to correspond. We originally designed the ritual to go about it very, very differently. But the three of us that were involved were so heavily moved the moment we stepped into the cemetery. We were so heavily directed to where each of us lost contact with the other. Now, while I was performing the essential part of it, which was guiding the serpent to obtain this wicked shade and ultimately bring it inside of this box and to trap it, uh, the serpent began to coil around my body. And when the shade finally flowed into the box and I fell to my knees, the serpent refused to leave me. Where are you shaking your head at? This is ridiculous. What a serpent for what? And also, I just thought, like, none of this is good. And, and this is, like, he seems quite regretful now. Like, mm, this was... This guy we got ourselves does. into something that we didn't really know what we were doing. It just—they're messing with stuff. I think that's that's demonic. And it's yeah, stuff it is that is not—it's not good. I feel like this guy, whenever he does, he's—he's he's quite renowned. I think this dude, Dante uh, Abil. Dante. He's Dante. It's obviously not his real name. Um, but he—I feel like he just fucks with it. You know? Yeah. He's, he's abusing necromancy is an abusive thing anyway. Well, let's, let's and this, skip through. He's abusing even necromancies. Let's get through all this stuff he's talking about at the beginning. You can watch the yeah, whole video, yeah, but let's see a little bit of their ritual in the uh, graveyard. Him and his two mates. Okay. So is he the soul that was willing to? He's the necromancer, the trained oh, necromancer. Oh, sorry. Okay. And he's got two, two souls willing, willing souls to, to help him. Okay. Give themselves to what needs to be given. Can I to. turn this a bit? Yeah. Right, it's can't quite. I'm not sure I want to see it, but. There's not much to see. It's okay. three tits dancing in a graveyard. Let's skip through a little bit. I don't know what this bottle is. He's shaking some bottle. Let's call it a day there with that one. This guy is a prick. You didn't like that, Tiss. You obviously didn't like it. 
Oh, I thought you were, I, yeah, when I found that video, I thought Tiss ain't gonna like this. Nah. I thought it was a repeat of when I found that Ouija video. It looks like um, a True Detective when they find the videotape that they're watching. Oh, yeah. It's, like it's completely, list. take away everything else, right? It's completely disrespectful. Mm-hmm. They're just doing that in a graveyard. Right. Around people's graves and falling on graves. Like, who do they think they are? They're making a grave mistake. Uh, it just it annoys me. Like, if you've, we've always said this, we've always said on the show, like, if you've got a hobby, if you do something, if you enjoy it, like, you should be able to enjoy whatever you want as long as it's not harmful to other people. Mm-hmm. And this is harmful to other people. It's like, even if someone's been dead, even if it's a grave that yeah, that person's been dead for over a hundred years, like, why are you doing? Why are you in a graveyard? Why does it have to be in a graveyard? This is what I don't understand. Why is there, why does it have to have a specific detail fulfilled? In order for that to happen, if it's in another world, can't why is there obstacles there? Why does it have to be in the graveyard? It annoys me so much. Uh, so if you do want to watch that whole necromantic video, <laughs> it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got another video of a necromancy. I probably won't play it. Yeah, I'm right. But it's a husband and wife who try and communicate with the dead at their altar at home. And they have quite a few videos. Um, I'll just show you a little bit of it so you guys get an idea. Um, okay. So this is... Um, this is just them trying to communicate. For the time being, until we call upon you again. So thank you. They use these like divination. Are they divination oh, rods? That's good. That's yeah, yeah. Okay. We want to know you a bit better then. Do you remember Bert Fuller? Anyway, you can watch what that if they both whole different, video. Different answers. How's it, how do they know they've got the same answer off of the spirit? So like, do do you remember this specific thing that happened years ago? What if the guy got yes and she got no? Mm. Then what do they do? Can you be clearer? Ah, oh, I just don't get it. I don't understand. Communicating with the dead is something I'm never going to understand. Yeah, so you didn't like them videos, Tissy? No, I didn't like them. Don't worry, there's no more ritual videos. Um, we should have done that first. No, that Get well, no, that one should have been last. Mm. Cause uh, it's not, it doesn't get us as dark as it gets. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I hate satanic things. Yeah, some people don't know. I just don't get why it. Why do you want to do it? I don't understand why you'd want to do anything satanic. So you think ne- necromancy is satanic? Yeah, it's 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 kept in the same. It's sort of included in the same uh, area as dark, like evil magic, right? Um, biblically speaking, which doesn't mean it's. True, obviously other people have other well, opinions. It, but it said at the beginning it's a black it's, magic witchcraft. Yeah, I just can't, it can't be good. There's, there's, you know, like I said on my witchcraft episode a few months ago, like that, you know, we've mentioned there's other there's other forms of witchcraft. There's, Well, I've not seen it, but apparently there's positive forms of witchcraft. And this yeah. is not, this is, just should be Well, left. actually, some of them spells we read are from a, a white witchcraft website. That's interesting. Um, so I'll put that website on the blog as well. It's quite cool. interesting. Yeah. I just went to the necromancy spells category. Um, anyway, d- who who picked ritual? Tiss. Tiss did. I'm glad you did. Tiss, can you get me pick trio off the board, please? Trio. Trio. Stories. Stories. Okay. We've got one story each to read, short stories. Okay. Of true examples of resurrection. Okay. Um, so who wants to go first? Go on. All right, Tissy. Okay. What began as a seemingly tall tale took on real life when Harvard professor Wade Davis took interest in the story and made a startling discovery. 
The tale begins when a woman saw her brother walking heavy-footed and with vacant eyes in a market in Haiti. 18 years after she watched his lifeless body be placed in the ground. Then man... <laughs> what? Then man... What's it say? Then man Clavius Narsi had long ago contracted a mysterious fever and within two weeks he was pronounced dead. It's probably the man. Yeah. Yet according to Narsi, he was actually conscious the entire time but was completely unable to move or speak. He heard the doctors pronounce him dead, felt the sheet cover his body and could hear the scoops of fresh dirt hitting the top, <laughs> hitting to the top of his coffin. His story was that a witch doctor had resurrected him, then controlled his mind and body and forced him to be a slave. While sounding like the plot of a movie, Davis travelled to Haiti and discovered what he called zombie powder, a potent mixture that puts victims into a death-like state. The witch doctor would then return with an antidote that would revive the person but keep them in a pharmacologically induced trance for days, months or even years. Hmm. So just drugs them. Hmm. So from that, sorry, did it sound like he got brought back by a witch doctor or he was put under by a witch doctor? It sounds like he was put under. It sounds as if he was first of all brought back and then it was put under. Yeah, and then used as a slave. So he wasn't really dead. I think he was drugged into that state, buried, and then brought back. Hmm. That sounds really horrible. Okay. To be a slave for the witch doctor. I got one. Go on. Uh, a young girl in the Philippines was suffering from a high fever for days when things took a turn for the worst. After being rushed to the hospital and attending clinic, personnel and physician both confirmed a lack of pulse and the girl was declared dead. The family sadly went about preparing for the funeral, with a neighbour being tasked with preparing the remains in the coffin. Yet when they lift the lid, the s- they spotted the three-year-old move. Immediately, her father scooped her up and rushed her yet again to the hospital once more, where it was confirmed that she started breathing again. Wow. That's a resurrection. Hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting. One more? Yeah, I say that. Even the living dead can die again, which it... <sighs> Sorry. Even the living dead can die again, which it what appeared to happen to a young boy in Brazil in a case that had doctors puzzled doctors. <laughs> really? Is that what it says? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, suggest.com. you got some cool stories, but sort your grammar out. Awesome. The boy was struggling with a grave uh, case of pneumonia and eventually lost the fight due to respiratory failure. Yet at his funeral, while grieving family members were gathering around, the boy shot straight up, eeringly smiling while he looked around at all his stunned family members. He then asked, Daddy, can I have some water? Then just like that, he peacefully reclined back into his coffin where he once again went limp. The boy was raced back to the hospital where mystified doctors were unable to explain what happened and declared that he was indeed dead. Wow. It's pretty creepy. That is kind of creepy. I have heard stories like that before, though, where it's they, they come back to life. For, like, one thing. Yeah, for a glass of water, and mm. then cark it again. Mm. I've heard plenty where it's that's they then then they're alive then, again. You ever been but... to a funeral where someone sat up in the coffin? No, thank God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. I was looking for some sort of explosive story. Well, actually, yeah, I have. What, yeah. Like the rigor mortis. The rigor mortis. The rigor mortis. Want to choose one of the Science. Science. Um, you guys ever heard of... Science? No. Never heard of science? No. Right, it's um, a new religion. Right, okay. You ever heard of a company called BioQuark Inc? BioQuark Inc. BioQuark Inc. 
By Quark Inc. Mm. No. As in Incorporate? Yeah, um, not yeah, Quark Inc. Not, yeah, not an Inc. Yeah. company. Um, <laughs> I've heard of neither. Uh, let me just get their website up. They've got a website? Yeah, I was like, they don't sound like a real company. And then I found their website. Who made it? Uh, is it a good website or is it a shitty website? Do you ever go on people's company websites? And they're shit. They don't need the internet to like function. They just have Mm. to have a presence. And it's just the shittiest thing. It's like fucking hell. Yeah. Okay, here we go. They're a science, scientific company. Okay, BioQuark. Yeah. Wait. Stimulate tissue regeneration. Yeah. BioQuark Inc. is focused on the development of novel biologics that have the ability to alter the regulatory state of human tissues and organs with the goal of curing a range of chronic diseases as well as affecting complex regeneration. Mm-hmm. Mm. So these guys are basically the science version of necromancy. But they're not doing it for like... They're doing it for like good, right? Aren't they? Well... Well, what are they doing oh, for another story? They are injecting stem cells into the brains of dead people. To try and stimulate nerves and infuse spinal cords with chemicals to attempt to like resurrect people, basically. Okay. Yeah, but surely it doesn't do much to the but heart. When they come back, they're going to feel endings. like absolute shit. Yeah. Like, if you got woken up after being in a car crash, you're going to feel like terrible. I read about this company on uh, actually the same website I got them stories from. And I was like, no, there isn't a scientific company injecting stem cells into like dead brains. Mm. And there is this company. Yeah, uh, they specialize in cell regeneration and tissue regeneration. But yeah, they're where are they? What like are they an American company? Is it a death is just a part of life? Why do we keep fucking? But it's a fascinating part of life because we don't know anything about it. Yeah, but why are we trying to regenerate people? I don't know. If I've got a massive hangover like death, like a death hangover, they're based in Philadelphia. I'd rather be dead. Or give me a massive joint when I come back. Oh my god! No, because you got to. You got to smoke a joint. It takes the edge off. (laughs) I don't need it to take the edge off. It would take the edge off of fucking waking up from death. It would definitely do that. Definitely do. A lot of people will agree with me. I didn't realise that was scientifically possible. That's the thing. I don't think it is. It can't do much to the heart. Surely, if it's nerve endings, it would make things move. Well, they are. Pretty confident they should start to see results in their test patients in just a matter of months. When was this? Um, 2014. <laughs> no, I don't know when that was written. Balls. I don't know when that was written. Rubs. Rubs on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the CEO is a dead person. <laughs> uh, okay, so the last one. Scrub. 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 Dab. This is what we talked about right at the beginning. Okay. Um, about cleansing. How do you cleanse? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, after communicating with ghosts strong cleansing is recommended sage and pray sage and pray this is um, talking to sage and pray I've got your t-shirts on me (laughs) I've had them for the last two episodes but I keep forgetting to because we're like running so late all the time you guys like rush off and I'm like oh fuck sorry Um, great segue after communicating with ghosts strong cleansing is recommended get into the tub and scrub vigorously with salt Make a paste using salt, holy water, and one of the other formula waters and cleanse the body. This is really annoying, isn't it? From a paste of olive oil and salt, scrub the body. Mm. Create a paste with salt, olive oil, and fresh rosemary leaves. Scrub the body. Any of these methods should be very effective for cleansing. Says who? There's so many better things to do with less instructions. Like light up the sage. Like... 
Well, like, <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> saying, there's a fucking lot of effort. And what do you get out of it, really? Talk you to talk to a dead person. All right. So what? You're dead. Good. What's it Good like? For, like what's it, what's yeah. death like? Tell me where you hid that gold watch. I can make a million pounds. But from. how do they know oh. that? How do they know that what they're saying oh. is is true? How do they know it's accurate? Because why would they? If like? they said, well, it, it's the other thing. If they if they like spoke to a dead person, like, oh, what's what's it like in the other world? They're like it's it's bloody awful. Or it's great. Like we get we get raped every day and tortured <laughs> and like if you if you've been good. Every time relax, some fucking necromancer twats calling us out of our beds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think it's this is something which I just think is wrong, wrong, wrong. It's just Everything too about human. It is wrong. It's too human. It's too human. It's too fucking it's just like a human made this up. Right. It's like children playing with fire. It's too dangerous and people don't really understand what they're doing. So you think this is nonsense? Well, no, I don't think it's nonsense. Oh. I just think it's stupid. I don't. Right, think, stupid to attempt it. I think. Yeah, I think the just, methods. What's the point? Are nonsense. I don't understand the the methods, where they get them from, and how, if any, if any of them have any proof of it actually working. Um, but I I do think them doing it is is dangerous. I think it's just ridiculous. Okay. All right. Necromancy as a craft. Real or rubs? What, what do you mean? It's rubbish. Is it real? Oh, I don't or is know. it rubs? I, I never say if anything's real or not because I don't know. All right, them dudes dancing around in the graveyard. It's just stupid. Real or rubs? It's like Nazis were real, but it's fucking stupid. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, did exist. And they, Do you think the guys dancing in the graveyard were just dancing around, pretending to be necromancers? Though, well, either they it's real and yeah. they're in a graveyard, in which case they need to, they need to be in prison. Right. For doing just the most disgustingly disrespectful thing. When stuff like that do. happens, though... You may as well just drop your trousers and take a shit on someone's grave like that. Like, why are you there? I don't understand why there's... Or it's not a graveyard and it's just they put some graves No, that was a real around. graveyard. I checked that out. Then that's insane. Yeah. When something like that happens... Because really someone in the comments on that video was like, don't even believe it's a real graveyard. And then someone else did the research and found it was and they'd find a link to where the graveyard was. They shouldn't be doing it. Don't you think... Am I the only one that thinks that's really disrespectful? Oh, I think it's majorly it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful as well, but first and foremost, it's just fucking lame. It's just stupid. I think, yeah, I think it's disrespectful, but not because I think it's disrespectful to perform necromancy spells in a graveyard. Um, just because it's disrespectful to dance around a graveyard and knock graves over. It's like it's disrespectful to have a rave in a graveyard. Yeah, exactly. I'm not someone who puts any merit into a, what a graveyard is. Yeah. I see a graveyard as a waste of space. When I, like we said, when I'm dead, my body's a cadaver. Chuck it in a skip. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Don't need to take it up. But I don't do it out of respect for the dead. I do it out of I don't respect, respect for the people, other people who are exactly. living who mm, care exactly. about it. It's not a space for the dead. It's a space for the people who are still alive to. A place to mourn. Yeah, it's a place. For, it's a place for the living. It's a place of respect. The dead are it's just literally what it is. A yeah, place of respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're disrespecting yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a people museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's people like, museum. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see anyone. <laughs> It's grass. It's grass you There's a person in there. <laughs> real or rubs. Graveyards are real or rubs. So you found it kind of a downer? Um, oh. No, I didn't find no. I know Tiz has. He's, I found he, it interesting. The music was, was a downer. at the beginning, and then he went down, 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 down. The, downer, the, the music it. was a bit of a downer. Yeah. The video wasn't really a downer. It just annoyed me. Right. I feel bad, um, though, because I'm always really open-minded to stuff. But this is no. 
I am open mind, like whatever. It could be real, could whatever, but it's just stupid and it's just uninteresting. It is selfish. It is a very selfish and I suppose all hobbies are selfish. Just oh there's so many better. But it's hobbies. too selfish and it's too it seems too like to the point where you would suck in someone's dying. Yeah, breath. that's sick. Like what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like I said at the beginning, if you were a necromancer and you've got this far into this episode, what is wrong with you? Have, no, please call in, win us round, explain to us why. I'd love to. You couldn't win us round on the. No, I'm not going to win round. I'll always think that's mental. Will you talk to one if they're ringing? Well, I'll always we'll talk to, to the people. Yeah. My own. I'll always talk to people. I don't talk to anyone. Um, phone I'll, anyway. I'll disagree with them. Okay. Till my dying breath, and they can't take it. And <laughs> they can try and suck it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there we go that's necromancy was, thank you for taking us right. through that sorry for being such a negative fucking well I knew you would I, I was surprised you were so positive to begin with because I thought it's this was a topic it. I was going to lose you on a bit like the Ouija I fucking hate it you come into it positive and I lose you on these it ones. just it winds me up because I hate thinking about bad things well a lot <laughs> of our a, listeners really love like when you get like, creepy dark witchcraft ghost death all that stuff nice. and it's always the stuff I go for because I'm fascinated with death oh. Um, yeah. uh, and also it's a big change from what we've been doing recently so we've been doing like history and maths and stuff for a while so I thought change, yeah. and I, to this. I appreciate I appreciate you taking us through that because it was really interesting but I just it's fascinating and there's a little bit of magic which ties nicely into what we've got coming next week oh recommendation of the week which we won't say yet have you guys seen the recommendation of the week this is right I forgot the name of it though is it um, is it called what What we do in the darkness or what we, what we do what in the, the shadows. shadows talked about it on the Transylvania episode yeah, yeah. I finally Netflix. watched it oh, you finally watched it I was telling you to watch it on that yeah yeah, that's all off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. So anyway, the script. Necrom- necromancy, that's us done for necromancy. It was very good. Thanks yeah. for taking us down there. It's all right. Please don't use the pun that I think you're going to use. Oh, <laughs> I just realised what you thought I was going to say. So if you want to contact us, <laughs> unexplainableuk at mail.com. You can go on the website, weirdtowersandtheunexplainable.com. There's going to be the blog post and all the links, all the videos, everything from this episode will be there. You can find us on facebook.com slash weirdtowersandtheunexplainable. You can find us on Twitter at Bob Shoy, at Martin One Luke, at Tissy Baby. He's on his phone, um, and the, the links for all that are on the website. Anyway, you can find us on all them things, and you can review us on iTunes. I, I always forget to ask for that, but it's really helpful, and we've been getting a few recently. So yeah, that's really helpful. Do that. Awesome. And I want to. I'm going to start doing Listener of the Week. Yeah, be nice. Just a shout out to one because we get so many nice things every week. Emails tweets messages yeah. on Facebook everything be nice to recognise that so I'm just going to pick one random one from each week and um, just give you a little shout out at the end of the show awesome. so the listener of the week this week is someone who's been listening for a while they always do nice comments they sent a really nice email this week um, they related to what I was saying last week about um, going through a transitional period in my life yeah. and that really like rung true for them as well and they felt the same sort of thing since the end of last year Um and they sent a really nice email to us about that. Um, cool. So shout out to Emma Apps, who's a regular listener. Um, listener of the week. Cool. Listener Thanks, of the week. Listener of the week. Ooh. What do you think about that? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so until next time. <laughs> Real or rubs. You've had a lovely time. I hope you really enjoyed the show. Bob Beef and Tiss at it again what do you think about that what do you think about it necromancy you know, yeah? oh. is that what you were dreading yeah wake up wake up wake up wake up it's naughty
necrophilia Without a care, I'm compassionate about killing her Ah, to have my way with what's left of the will in her Cosmopolitans and cocaine and occasional pill in her When she spoke, I saw a spark, but it was dark, so I drove her home once she died, sexy suicide Sweet nothings for the norm, you feel where I'm coming from? Have no fear, everything's fine, my girl parties all the time Did you hear what I said? With this ring, I be wet A body in my bed She was cool when I met her, but I think I like her better than I love Necrophilia. That's my favorite. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.